everyone and welcome back to yours truly with love i'm your host willow and i am so excited to be back i have been planning so many things since i finally got my account back when we chatted last week i am so excited i've been like literally jotting down all these ideas because i bought this like really cute notebook that i found from walmart a bit ago and i've been waiting and waiting to use it and then i was like finally i can start using it so over the past week, I've just been going through writing down ideas of things I want to talk about, also jotting down um, things people have asked me to talk about and stuff like that. And I thought it would be a good idea for today's episode to talk about how to deal with change. Because last week I was talking about how so much change happened in my life, how so much has happened personally. And I figured, you know, why not have a nice little chit chat about how to deal with it? Because honestly, it's been one of the more harder times in my life. And I am most definitely the kind of person who hates change. I'm not a big fan of it. So yeah, I also wanted to start um, changing up the questions that I ask at the beginning of the podcast. I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts and I just love the idea of, you know, reflecting, asking things because it not only helps myself reflect, but it can help yourself too. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking about exactly what questions I want to ask because I do kind of want to keep it somewhat consistent, but you know, change it up here and there, spice it up and all that fun stuff. But for today, if you are, you know, in your car driving, or if you're sitting down, or if you're out for a walk, like, I just want you, you can think about this, you can write it out, whatever you're doing. But, you know, just check in with yourself, like, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling good? Maybe you're having a not a not so good day? Did you sleep well? You know, for myself, I'm actually feeling pretty pretty good today. I'm a little bit more on the tire side. I just started getting back into running. I am in my running girl era, I feel like. (laughs) Um, So I'm definitely a bit more tired. My body's a bit more sore from going between, you know, weightlifting, running, ensuring I'm, you know, eating enough to fuel my body and keeping up with work and all that fun stuff. So I'm definitely, I'm good, but I'm tired. Um, But yeah, just take a second to think about that. Next question is what is your most important task for today for myself it was putting away all my laundry because i have been putting that off for days like i'm usually pretty good about when the laundry is done i usually put it away but the past little bit graham and i have just been so busy that we have just been throwing like I've been folding it and leaving it in this basket, but I'm starting to lose room in this basket, which is not good. And then we started using the chair. And I hate using the chair because it's my desk chair and I need it whenever I do courses and stuff. And so we've been trying really hard not to use it, but because the basket was getting full of clean clothes, I was like, oh my God. So that was my most important task today. I got half of it done, I would say. Um, I'm only saying half of it because I still have so much laundry to actually put through. So I did put away all my clothes and all that and folded them all up and everything's good. But I still got about probably two more loads of laundry to do. So that's going to be fun. (laughs) And then last question I want to ask. And you can, again, if you're at home, you can write it down. Or if you're in your car walking, you can just think about it. But what are you grateful for today? Today... I am grateful for my friends and Graham 
they have been really supporting me through this big change going on in my life and they're always there for me and I, I'm just I'm really grateful for them because without them this is this would definitely be a lot tougher <laughs> and would not be as fun without them so I am super grateful for all of them today but yeah that's like that's the three questions I'm gonna ask today I kind of want to maybe change it up a bit I don't know if I'm gonna keep those three or you know we'll see i mean let me know let me know what questions you like if you like those ones or you want something else i just kind of want to find something that fits and aligns with myself and something that's different because obviously i don't want to copy what other people do and i want to ensure like you know i'm being myself i'm doing my own things and stuff like that but there's just so many things that so many people do that have such good ideas and i'm like ah i love it so trying to you know figure it out and turn it into my own thing so if anyone has any ideas i am more than happy to hear those um but yeah friendly reminder that you are amazing you are beautiful you are smart you are kind never forget that i just want to throw that in because you know it's always nice to hear sometimes (laughs) anyways i could keep rambling and rambling and rambling but before we get into the full bulk of the episode let's just do a little catch up not a whole lot has been going on in my life this week um honestly I've just been pretty busy just working I've been prepping a lot of crafts for my kids so I've just been doing all that lately and then yeah like it's literally just been work, you know, keeping up on cleaning the house, training Duke, and that's literally just been taking up my time. We've got to visit lots of Graham's family over the past little bit, which has been really nice. And yeah, we've just been working with Duke because we found ever since, you know, he got he's over a year now. Um, but ever since he's got all these hormones and stuff, we haven't been able to get him fixed because our vet wants us to wait until, um, he's like a year and a half roughly, which is soon. Um, just because when we got him, um, when he was found, actually, he was really sick and all that because, you know, he was found in a grocery bag outside of gas station, Saskatchewan, and he was really sick. And we didn't get him until he was about five months, I believe. And he was obviously doing better, but still needed to gain weight. And he's gained a lot of weight since we've got him. All that love and all those treats and everything that we've been feeding him, which is really good. But the vet just wanted him to you know, grow a little bit more just because he could potentially get hip problems when he's older, which we want to avoid. Um, so we have been waiting it out and it hasn't been honestly that bad. His behaviors have been pretty good I would say our only thing that we've been struggling with is he gets very obsessive over things when we are on walks so we used to be able to walk him off leash we would go to the beach he'd be great we'd let him off leash he'd run he loves the beach but then we started noticing that his recall was going away and that was one thing that Graham and I really focused on was his recall because we wanted to ensure like if anything were to happen he'd instantly come back to us But it started slipping a bit, we noticed, and then he started pulling on his leash a bunch, which he used to never do. And because he is like 90 pounds, he is strong. (laughs) Um, So when he is determined on something, he will try his best to get to it. So it's been definitely a bit of a struggle. Um, You know, for myself, I am definitely not as strong as Graham would be to hold him, especially when he runs off. He's pretty 
good when we do walk but you know if he sees a squirrel or a rabbit now he kind of like sees it and then whines and wants to get to it but he doesn't pull us towards it which is really nice um and then when we come across other dogs he just gets so overstimulated and so excited that he has to see them but he just is just too much like it's like too much so we've been trying to teach him you know like not every dog is going to be friendly you know not every dog wants to play not every dog wants you to lick them and jump on them and stuff like that so we've been working on that it's been a bit of a struggle but we're slowly getting there and he's slowly doing better and he's slowly not pulling as much and thankfully i have a friend who is a dog trainer so she's going to be helping us eventually and yeah that's literally been the only like newer things in my life is just dealing with that we are planning to get him fixed within the next month and a half because we are coming up to that time period where the vet said be okay um but we have noticed some of his behaviors have been changing so we want to you know get some advice from the vet and then kind of move on from there so that will be happening soon but otherwise you know we've just been just been chilling working sleeping eating running I will talk about running, but not on this episode because I will blabble, blabble, babble, babble. Yeah, I will babble on about it. And that's not the whole point of this episode as this episode's talking about change. (laughs) So I will eventually talk about it in a couple episodes because I've noticed lately, like, I don't know if it's just me or it's just like, you know, the way the algorithm works on TikTok, but my entire TikTok now is of marathons and training for them and running and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, I just started running like, I don't know, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I'm just like, why is my entire feed literally running? Like that's all it is. But anyways, moving on. Okay. Now getting into the bulk of the episode how to deal with change so the main question that is basically asked throughout this is how do you how do you handle big change because obviously everyone handles it differently everyone deals with it differently grieves with it differently handles it differently everything is just completely different so the one thing (laughs) that i did so actually no before we fully get into it like i said before i hate change me and change are not friends I do not like it I'm very much so a person who is very comfortable comfortable in routine um you know the same things and I've had had times in my life where you know that kind of bit me in the butt but it's been something that I've been working on over the past three years I would say ever since 2020 is when I really started trying to accept it more and work towards just having more change in my life because throughout my life I've had multiple big changes and they've affected me really hard and um, I've just been trying to not allow that to happen I guess so that when further big changes um, come into my life it won't be as much of a big deal. Obviously things happen, can't control some things but yeah me and change not friends, but we're getting there. We're slow. We're, we're acquaintances. (laughs) We're slowly getting there. But as most of you know, um, if you know, you've, you've listened to a couple of my old episodes and stuff, I've originally moved from Ontario 
So grew up Ontario my entire life, then got really big news and a really big change started happening where my uh, dad got posted out to BC. So we had to move. It was like, you know, during that time of my life, it was the end of everything because I was like 12 or 13 or something. Um, my life was over, essentially. That's what I thought. And now when I look back at it, I was like, oh my goodness, like, why was I thinking like that? Like, Everything that has happened to me since living in BC has happened for a reason. Like if I never would have moved to BC, I would have never have gone to school for what I went to school for. I would have never met all my really good friends. I would have never met Graham, would have never had Duke. Like I would have never had any of the experiences happened if I did not move. And yes, during the time, it was a huge life change. I mean, I grew up in a small town, like super small town, <laughs> moving to a bigger city city like the suburbs and stuff and that was like that was a major change because I was not used to having so much around me like where I used to live there's no Starbucks there is still no Starbucks where I live (laughs) where I live now yes there's like a thousand of them you can find one in every single corner but that's just kind of to give you like um perspective of where I used to live. Also, the big thing that happened a couple of years ago is that they got an A&W. That was like a big thing. And where I live now, there's like a co- quite a few. So yeah, I had to deal with all that as well as school. Like school was so different because when I lived in Ontario, I was already in high school. I was already in high school for a year. And then when I moved here, I had to go to middle school. So it was just like this big flip-flop and I hated it. I mean when I think about it now, I met some of my really good friends who I still really, who who I still talk to all the time. And like, I'm thankful and grateful for that. But like at the time I hated going to middle school when I was already in high school. And with a lot of the things that we were learning, I already learned in Ontario. So I was really far ahead in a lot of my classes and it just, I don't know. I wasn't having a grand old time with all this different things and learning all these like things I already learned before so like I wasn't a big fan of school for the first year because I already you know learned everything so I mean it made it definitely easier but it also opened up some new paths for me like I had the option to take French or Spanish and I decided to take Spanish because I took French ever since I was like three years old and to this day I do kind of wish I stuck with French because I no longer know how to speak it which sucks it's going to be a future goal of mine to relearn how to speak French because it is very Um, important in a lot of things and it definitely helps me in my job because I do have quite a few kiddos who speak French and their parents speak French and stuff like that so it can definitely benefit me so that's that's a goal but we're getting sidetracked um so I started taking Spanish and then I took Spanish all throughout high school and everything so those were like some positive changes that came into all that but like that was a really big thing that happened in my life like I lost all my friends I was away from family like it was just this big thing and I was so upset for weeks like we moved in the middle of the summer and I literally took a month of just like I don't want to say like pouting, but like I was so sad. I was so heartbroken. I was so sad and I just didn't want to do anything. And then eventually I got over it and stuff. But that's kind of just like the background of me and change. We don't get along. Now, fast forward to a couple years ago, 
I moved out. Me and my long-term boyfriend ended up breaking up. We were together for six years. So that was another huge change. And I, like, man, that broke my heart. Like, I was heartbroken. I didn't like it. Like, I had to change up my routines, my, like, you know, my lifestyle and stuff like that. And that was a huge thing. And I did not like the change of it. Like, it felt like my world was, like, falling apart. But when I think about it now... With that happening, I was able to do all these new things in my life. I was able to create all the new routines that I have. I was able to um, open up myself more. Like I used to be very a very anxious person. I would say about like many things like driving was my number one thing I was super anxious about driving and I will admit to this day I still am anxious in certain areas but I've gotten a lot better with it I practice it a lot more and I'm a lot more comfortable in newer areas so baby steps with those things um but I'm I was able to kind of um what's the word I guess like reinvent myself work on myself and all that And now, jumping to a couple months ago, this, I think, what is probably second place to moving all the way from Ontario to BC, it's very close, but the fact that I was losing all my family, and they were all moving back to where I'm originally from, and it's just going to be me. And for the longest time, I mean, when I first heard the news, I cried. I cried and cried and cried and cried, and I was heartbroken, and I just... I didn't know how to deal with it so I bottled it all up and just cried in my car when I was by myself but I never really talked to anyone about it because I would just cry when I did and so I just kept it all bottled up and didn't want to talk about it and when I get like that I am very neutral with everything like my tone is neutral what I do is like very neutral there's no feelings no nothing like it's just very neutral and I don't like being like that because it definitely took a toll on me. And midsummer, I ended up having like a bit of a breakdown and cried and cried and cried and just like didn't know like what to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, oh, when did I find it? I found it March, April, May, June. So I had three and a half months to try to come to terms with it. And like I said, I bottled it up. But then I finally was trying, I was getting to the point, I was like, this is not okay. So then I started writing down my feelings. Journaling and me are trying to be friends, but I just, I love journaling when I do it. It's just trying to remember to do it. And I always forget and I'm always get busy and stuff. So I do recommend journaling because it does really help, but you got to stick with it. And I've been trying, that's something I've been trying to do. But I wrote down all my feelings and that kind of helped open it up a little bit more. And then I started spending a lot more time with my friends and family and especially with my family because they were leaving. And so we did, um, we always did weekly Sunday dinners. I was over there like two, three times a week and like I'd be over there sometimes Saturday mornings and like I was there all the time hanging out with them, like trying to get as much family time in as I possibly could. And then when it kind of got closer, I was learning to accept the positives so at first I was like oh my family's leaving I'm not gonna have any of my family around this is gonna be so weird like it was just negative 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 and then I realized I was like but you know what this is a new opportunity I had one of my really good friends she sat down with me and she was like this is going to be a new opportunity for you to try out new things to try 
doing new stuff without having family around. Yeah, it's going to suck and it's not going to be fun. But think of the new possibilities that could happen. And like, I didn't think about it like that. My whole thoughts were just like, they're gone. I'm by myself, blah, 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 blah. But then I was like, I'm not by myself. I have my friends, all of my good friends. I have Garam's family. I have Garam. So I have all these support systems, which I am so thankful for because they are able to get me through this, which was amazing. I don't think it would have been as easy as it was if they weren't there. But I started to think a lot more positively about that. Yes, I was still so sad. I was still so heartbroken. And the day that they left, ugh, I was a mess not even a hot mess I was just a mess I cried all day I literally sat on the couch and didn't move like I literally sat in a ball on the couch and did not move and all I did was I think I was like either playing like a game I think or watching something I think honestly I was playing a game I was either playing on my switch and like maybe Stardew Valley or I was playing Minecraft I honestly can't remember which one but I was just trying to numb my mind to like focus on one thing and that's it and so obviously that's okay to totally happen you're allowed to have your feelings feelings are always okay and feelings are always accepted but then to try to deal with this big change I was trying to create a sense of security so reminding myself I have my friends I have Graham I have his family I have all these things I have a job I have a home I have everything that I need And I kept repeating that to myself all the time because I felt so lost. I was feeling so lost. And I'm going to be honest, like I've been going through this whole like identity crisis. Like I don't know who I am and what I want to do and just started spiraling, oh my goodness, spiraling (laughs) down. And being able to create a sense of security is what kind of bounced me back. Constantly reminding myself, okay, you have Graham, you have his family, you have Duke, you have your home, like just constantly reminding me um with this and like I said earlier I struggle with change I'd rather stay in a nice comfort bubble than to change anything like even if my bubble is not a positive bubble I'd rather stay with it because I know I'm comfortable I know the outcomes like I just I'm the kind of person that doesn't like trying I like trying new things, but I don't because I get scared. I get scared when I don't know the outcomes. If I know the outcomes, I'm like, okay, great. Like, say, getting a new job. I have been pretty lucky on getting jobs um, through people I know or, like, know people who work there and that kind of thing. My first, I would say, I guess, job that I didn't know anyone at all was my summer camp job. And that was, like, a scary thing. And then once when I started working at the school, like I knew my mom and all that. And like, I knew the people, I knew some of the kids. So like that felt comfortable. And the thought of trying to get a new job where I don't know anyone has been terrifying me because I am comfortable in my bubble and I don't want to change it. I don't want to pop it. I want to keep it. (laughs) But I know that change is scary. It gets overwhelming. It gets so overwhelming But you have to get to that point where you accept it and you embrace the change because change is inevitable. It's going to happen to us like a gazillion times in our life, no matter what happens. And we have to embrace it because this is what helps us grow as a person. Like I said earlier, back in 2020, like when I had that big change, it helped me grow as a person because I think if 
my life was kind of like keeping that same routine, same bubbles and everything, I don't think I would have been where I am today. And I'm so happy and so glad of the person I am. Like, I am so happy with my experiences, my memories, my friends, my, like, everything. So it allows you to grow. And growing is good because, you know, our world is ever-changing. Our life is growing. So it's good to grow with it as well. And, you know, we don't think the future, us, will make it when this change happens. That's why change becomes so scary because when we think of it, we cannot see ourselves in the future. We don't see us making it. We don't see us succeeding, especially when it comes down to like, you know, new jobs, new places, new experiences. When we think about it, we're like, oh God, no, that's not going to happen. No. Me? No. (laughs) And that's just, you know, the conclusion of all of it. Change is scary, but we just have to learn to embrace it. And like I said earlier, everyone deals with change differently. Everybody does. But some little things that can help is, you know, embracing it accepting the change realizing the positives of the change not don't just focus on the negatives focus on the positives as well yeah you can think about the negatives that's totally okay that's totally normal that's totally human but also think of the positives as well and then create that sense of security because that can help you so much especially when you're feeling lost or overwhelmed create that sense of security realize what you have what is around you what makes you happy and then just take it day by day And like I said earlier as well, journaling can help, writing it all down can help, doing activities, spending time with friends and family, like all those things can help. I really hope that this episode can kind of give you all a little bit more insight and advice on change because I know it's a really um, difficult subject because everyone deals with it differently, everyone takes it in differently, and everyone will accept it differently. But I hope that this will help you out in some way. Um, I do wish I heard something like this when I was going through all this because it definitely would have saved me some time and not feeling so down all the time as well. But again, that experience also helped me grow. So we're coming to the end of the episode. I just want to say thank you so much. I am so happy to be back again and I cannot wait to keep talking with all of you and to um, continue, you know, researching things to talk about subjects with you guys and just, you know, giving out advice and stuff. Like my my one goal in life is being able to help people because I, I really enjoy helping out people. It's like my one passion that I absolutely love to do and I really hope that this podcast is that thing for you that can help you out. I hope this can be a safe space and can be like another home for you. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful day. And again, if you ever want to chit chat or you have any episode ideas or anything at all, you can reach out to me on my personal Instagram. I am still in the works of trying to figure out what how I want to brand this podcast Instagram, but you can go to my personal, which is Willa McPeak. And yeah, we'll chat soon. Bye.